source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. This is Heidi. And this is Stephanie, and welcome back, Heidi. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. That was completely unexpected last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally well, unexpected. Yeah. Well, so, I'm yeah, glad to see you're doing fine now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I planned, so I had some oral surgery the week before. Mm-hmm. I planned it on, I was able to get a Wednesday appointment so that I'm I'm good to go by Tuesday. Like, yeah. I might have a little bit of a issue talking, but I thought, well, I've had this done twice yeah. at a gum graft, right? I'm not going to go into detail, but mm-hmm. I've had it done twice before. And I'm like, yeah, by a week, I should be able to talk and get through it. And then the second week was the worst out of any of them that I've ever had done. It was terrible. Yeah. Is no, it's not anyone's Painful. fault. It wasn't anything bad that was done. It was just some, yeah, I had an infection that went bonkers. And yeah, so it was finally better by this weekend, but there was about four days there that was no, including Tuesday was the first day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I'm sad that I missed last week, but thank you to Jerry from the calling for filling in. I appreciate that last minute because I was really thinking I was going to be able to do it. And the closer we get to it, the more pain I was in. I was like, oh my gosh, this keeps getting worse. I know. So, I, know. I know. And I just yeah. I felt so bad for you. And it's like, you know how, how you wish you could do something, but you know there's nothing you can do, you yeah. know? So so I just kept texting, well, let me know if there's anything I, I can do. Well, I like, what are you going to say? Well, I want you to do this, you know? I but, appreciate it. Yeah, I had a lot of people pulling for me and I was mm-hmm. super grateful to yeah. everybody that sent well wishes and Reiki and all that good stuff. So thank yes. you to everybody. And yeah, it was one heck of a week. So I'm bummed I missed last week, but glad to be back this week. I'm not out of the woods yet, but much better. And I can, I can talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like it. it's good. Like it's good. It. So you had so. a busy weekend this last weekend. Yeah, thankfully I was able to get revved up in time to work because I had a week and a half off of work. I cannot afford to take that much time off. Mm -hmm. And then I had a whole weekend planned that I should have been far and away fine for. So I was taking Tylenol and this numbing liquid that you swish around in your mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's how I was teaching classes. Yeah. 
because I, I couldn't do it any other way. It was not going to work. But I made it through it, and then every day since then has been getting better. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I thought of, though? This is So this is interesting. So we're in Mercury retrograde, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're just getting out. We're just about done with it. We're a couple of days out from yeah. it ending. And so Mercury retrograde is usually around, you know, communications. And a lot of times there's some tech stuff and missing items, whatever. So I started thinking about it. What if this is really bad, this this surgery that I had in my mouth, right? Because mm-hmm. Mercury retrograde. What if that yeah. threw a monkey wrench into it? Yeah. So I'm going to have to go back and look at my last two times mm-hmm. that I had it and see if it was during a retrograde, mm-hmm. a Mercury retrograde. I'm... I thought that's weird. If you know, it, it wouldn't wonder. surprise me because I think this retrograde was really a bad. I mean, it's really been bad for me. You know, in a lot of different ways. You know, I haven't been sleeping. I've been just on edge and all kinds of things. So maybe it's just a super bad one. You know, and it just affected that surgery that way. And because it was, you know, like you said, it was the throat chakra and all of those um, chakras that would. You know, prevent you from speaking, for example, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I thought about that and I'm like, hmm, yeah. I'm going to have to look up. And yeah, I know. See you got to do that. Last two sure. were. Yeah. yeah. And see Hopefully if it was they weren't during, Yeah. But if they were, well, last, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's but, not fun. No matter what, it's just, a, no. it's not a fun process. I'm glad no. to have had it done, but it's not a fun process. No. But this one snuck up and kicked me. And knocked me down. So I, yeah, I'm going to look. I'm not going to do it during the show, clearly. I have to, because I just thought of it before I was starting the show. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to have to look it up and see, because I wonder if Mercury retrograde can affect stuff like that. You know, you're, if I was having surgery on my hand, maybe not, right? You know, but the the throat chakra, mouth is governed in that throat chakra energy. So could that in that's in communication, which is a big thing that's affected by Mercury retrograde. So anyway, I'm going to have to look yeah. it up because I'm curious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's had a really hard time with this last Mercury retrograde. And then, you know, during the course of that, we had the big full moon last week. So yeah. mm-hmm. for those of us who are affected by this, these kind of energies, no wonder I haven't been sleeping, you know, but I just need to sleep all night through. <laughs> Can I just say? Oh. Does the Mercury retrograde typically no. have you not sleeping? No. Usually oh. Mercury retrograde, well, you know, and sometimes they're just really easy on me. You know, we've talked about this, how sometimes you don't even know what's happening. And then the next time it's like, oh, I'm just so cranky and things are just off, you know. But And this time has definitely been like that too. But, wow, this sleeping thing, because I'm normally a super good sleeper, you know, and this is just... Last night I woke up, I don't know how many times. And, you know, it's not for any reason, like you have to go to the bathroom or something. No, I I would just wake up and then just unsettled, you know, and Hmm. I don't know why, you know, so I just pinned it on that. But I don't wonder if there's somewhere to find out about the sleeping thing with with this specific Mercury retrograde. I mean, you know, I I wonder if there's something. Google it or whatever. Yeah, I should do that. Maybe on the break I will do that. But, yeah, interesting. But, yeah, so we had the full moon, too, which... This time, you, you this time I thought was a little bit crazier than normal too, you know. And normally I like to go out and look at the moon. Well, we couldn't this time because it was raining in the land yeah. of ten thousand lakes, you know. So we didn't get to do that. But that doesn't matter because the 
the full moon is still there and all that energy is still there, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, uh, just grateful to be standing upright by the full moon. So yeah, Yeah. uh, I have no idea if it was, I mean, that could have been adding to the whole thing too, you know, this ramp up, the ramp up of the full moon time was when I was in my complete misery. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe it all had something to do with it. A lot of different things, but yeah, so we're, well, we're happy that Mercury retrograde is almost over. That's good. And, um, just lots of things going on, you know? So I have to report on the owls. So they're back on the mainland and up in the same area where they usually always are, up by the nest from last year, Heidi. Can you believe that? Oh, okay. That? So why were they in the other I, She nest? nested over there for whatever reason. I think, I really don't know why she nested over there, you know? But she was on this island and they've been there this whole time since February. When was it? Like late February when I found them, you know? Mm-hmm. Or and, you know, and then last weekend I was walking with Nellie and I looked up in the trees and there was Mana and one of the babies in the trees on the mainland overlooking the lake. And I was so excited. I, I came home and I ditched Nellie. Poor Nellie, right? I came home and I ditched her and got my camera and ran out there. And then today I just, I just had the inkling that, oh, I needed to go by there. A lot of times I go walking there in the morning before work, but this morning I really didn't have time, but I just had something say, you got to go in there. So drove over there and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to see an owl from the car. Right. You know, but I thought I just had to. And then I just, it just pointed me right in the direction of the old owl's nest. And oh yeah, there was one of the owls and I, oh, I was so excited. And I parked the car, grabbed my camera and then I started walking up there and I'm like, well, I don't see the owl. It was probably a branch because, you know, they they are pretty, I mean, they match the tree branches exactly, you know. But then I got mm-hmm. there and, yep, there was Papa Owl with the two babies and Mama was like up in another branch. And those babies are big. Well, let's think about this. They must have hatched, I don't know, like I'm thinking maybe in February because they, to fly across the lake like that already, you know, and I think they've herded them up to this you know, home nest area. I don't know, but I'm excited because now we'll, now I'll keep going over there and we'll get some good pictures. I hope I haven't seen the pictures from today yet, um, but I will do that. So, but it was kind of dark, but how exciting. I'm so excited to see them and they're all good and big and healthy and looking at me like, Oh my God. you know, it was fun. <laughs> so, well, that's good. You found them and yeah. moved for whatever reason, I guess. Yes, yes. I guess and animals I, and I, will do what they're going to do. I know it. And I know our Eagle Cam, I have heard that our Eagle, the DNR Eagles are building another nest really close by the camera nest, you know. So hopefully, I mean, I saw a picture the other day. Somebody posted a picture of this nest and it was pretty big, you know. And so hopefully they'll put a camera up, you know, for the, for next year. Oh, but that'd be cool. It would be cool. It, but you know, the river nest, so there, there's a nest down on the river where I really feel like maybe the mama passed away last year, but there's been another one in there this year, and she has babies, and I have to get down there with the camera and photograph her and compare it with mama from seasons past, because if it's her, I'll be so happy. If not, I'm still happy the nest is being used, but then we'll know, you know, that something happened to her, but I'm sure she's got babes, you know, in the nest, um, so that's exciting too, right? This is always such an exciting time of year, you know, and it's so fun to just wander the woods and look at all the babies. 
It is. Yeah, that's nice. I see, you know, I've seen some teeny little birds lately Mm -hmm. too, which has Mm -hmm. been really fun. Just tiny little birds. And I don't know if they're just young birds or babies that were born this year. Like, I don't know how far along they could be, but just some weeny little birds lately. Mm. And they're just so cute. And um, yeah. Oh, so here's something interesting when you think of like spirit animals and birds, right? Mm -hmm. So yesterday, Tim came home and he said something about pheasants and that he never sees pheasants. And he, you know, they used to be all over the place. And he was talking about pheasants. And I said, oh, that's weird. You're talking about pheasants. Even though whenever I say that, I know it's not weird anymore. Mm -hmm. I said, "I, I saw a pheasant. The other day when I was driving, it flew in front of my car. Not too close. It wasn't close enough that I was going to hit it, so I wasn't worried. But, yeah. you know, I haven't seen one for a long time. And so I, I, I just didn't really think of it. And then he starts bringing up pheasants that and totally unreal. He had no idea of and saw a pheasant. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I told him, oh, I saw a pheasant. And he said, that's weird because I never see him. And I said, yeah, and I don't usually. And then today I was driving had to go to the grocery store and I'm driving and this pheasant shoots up out of the side of the road, mm-hmm. flies over my car. I thought it was going to either hit the roof of my car or fly in my sunroof. It was that oh, close. My I goodness. ducked because it, it flew over my sunroof and it was scraping across the top of my car. I thought it was going to get caught and fall in on my head. That's how close it was. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, that's exciting, isn't it? I it was it. well. It was fine after I realized nobody was going to get hurt, me or it. I'm so, glad you didn't get in an accident. You know, <laughs> I know because getting hit in the head with a big bird like that is mm-hmm. not okay when you're mm-hmm. driving. Uh, so I'm sure both of us would have suffered, as and maybe other people. I don't know, remember if there's anybody around because I, I have no memory now of anything else other than this bird yeah. almost flying into my head while I was driving. Yeah. And, uh, but so yeah, I had to look up this, you know, pheasant spirit animal. I just Googled it cause I didn't have my book handy, but there were some neat things. It was, you know, energy of good luck, which I thought, well, good luck that yes. nobody got hurt or I didn't get an accident. So that was yeah. true. Uh, but there was energy around creativity and some other stuff. And I thought, Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So birds got to love it. Love it. I had a mama robin build a nest on our front, by our front door, um, on the light out there. And so we weren't even using that door because I'm like, oh, let her have the babies. They, they're only there for a few weeks and then they go and I'll be darned. One day she just wasn't there. And we're like, okay, there was just an egg in there the other day. Well, it turns out that blackbirds or some other kind of birds came and took all the eggs so that poor girl isn't that sad she's weathered those big windstorms and everything and then someone came and stole all this all the eggs or whatever they did with them i don't know but sadness right so that's not good it's not good. It's not good. And then today I know there were so many crows in my path. I don't know what that means, Heidi. Maybe something's going to change. They always try to tell you. I always think they're trying to tell me something. You know, something's happening. You know, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Wow. Birds. Yeah, birds for sure. I mean, Lots craziness. Bird, I mean, bird my stuff happening. Had, my sister had a, a nest of um, baby bunnies and one of them was out and we put a... I, picked him up and put him back in you know but he was the cutest little thing he was about the size of a a mouse you know he was actually good enough he was old enough to be out on his own but it was really it was one of those nights when it was super cold you know so i just picked him up and put him back in the nest and he was happy mm-hmm. you know but they're gone now they've all left fled you know so 
Yeah, spring is fun. That is for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, we have a lot of people in the chat room tonight. That is awesome. Um, it is. Yay. Terry was asking about owl feathers, and I don't I didn't know anything about owl feathers being used in um Native American ceremonies, but Jerry just messaged me and said that they are used by Native Americans when a child is born or in marriage. And they're very strong to to ward off sicknesses, I guess. And of course, messages from beyond, which we know, right? Owls are big supernatural birds, you know? Right. So yeah, good question. Awesome. Yeah. So tonight we thought we would chat a little bit about ley lines. And I know we've talked a little bit about them before, but I just find that whole subject fascinating. And I'm still not sure whether I believe that or not. What do you think? Well, I should say, I think I've probably expressed my opinion on these because I have a very strong opinion about them as I don't, I don't think, I don't think ley lines are a thing in the way that they're talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look up what are ley lines and they mm-hmm. talk about it being a, a invisible line that connects important uh, air locations on our planet, right? Mm-hmm. But you could take two locations and make a straight line out of any, anything. anything, right? Yeah. Yep. And I know that there's some ley lines, you know, that have three, li- you know, three things, but you could do that with if you anything right you find mm-hmm. three important locations i mean you find put a line on something you're probably going to run across three you know notable locations mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever so mm-hmm. i don't know i just i think we're reaching at that point we're trying to look for something to create something out of mhm i don't know you know what i mean i just well, you know, and my thing is, is, you know, they say they're lines of energy, correct? And there's right. a lot of, um, obviously, paranormal activity, you know, goes with energy. But my thing is that there's energy everywhere, right? And, you know, like even out in the woods, we find all kinds of portals and um, vortexes and stuff. I can't imagine that they're actually in a line, though, you know, so... Right. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm really skeptical. And the more I read about it today, the more I'm like, really? I don't know if I believe all this. And yeah, they say that, you know, they can draw straight lines between things like, you know, Easter Island and the pyramids of Giza and Stonehenge. And then, of course, there's the Nazca. Of course, that is a different side of the world, but the Nazca, the lines, uh, the planes of Nazca with all those um, UFO things. And then some, some people say that they're, the map of the aliens, right? So that's how aliens know where to go here on planet Earth. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that aspect? I mean, it's all kind of different. It's a yeah, pseudoscience I mean, is what they say. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and this has really just come about in the last hundred years. This isn't something that I don't think has been around since ancient times that they're calling ley lines a thing, right? right. Um, but... I do think that there are energy. I know there are energy lines. I absolutely 100% know that there's energy lines because I've seen them. Mm-hmm. And so do is the ley line? I don't know. I actually right. wanted to, and I, may, I feel like I talked about this on the show a long time ago, mm-hmm. where I wanted, and if someone knows of an app that could be helpful in this, let me know um, because there might be one. I, I 
have found and seen energy lines and I want to put it on something that can put it on a map to see if it's actually charted somewhere that it connects to an existing, I'm using air quotes, ley line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it would be interesting to see if something that I've seen as an energy line mm-hmm. is actually something that would be lining up with whatever. But I just, I, I don't know how to do that, right? Myself. So yeah. I need someone who's brainy or knows of an app or program that I can punch that stuff into because I've seen energy lines. Mm-hmm. And so the whole, like the whole UFO thing, mm-hmm. sure, I suppose it could be for that. Um, I know the energy lines that I've seen, spirits follow them. Mm-hmm. They use them mm-hmm. like a, a bus route. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen that. I can't tell you how many I've seen. They're all over the place, but they're not, um, when it comes to humans and how they they affect humans, they don't really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends. I mean, it depends. Some of them are pretty strong, Mm -hmm. but some of them are nothing there. You would never know that they were there. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. yeah. Well, and I wonder if the strong ones are like, you know, like, for example, power lines, you know, there's a lot of power lines that the energy buzzes, right, underneath them, even around them. So I wonder if some ley lines, if they're that strong, if that's how they act and feel as well. I don't know. But it would be interesting. I wish there was someone who could document, like, paranormal activity surrounding ley lines, right? So maybe there's a ley line from, for example, Minneapolis to Chicago and see if there's a lot of energy, you know, supernatural energy and paranormal activity along those lines. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see that. Well, I've looked up ley line maps before. And I have. And, you know, if not you look that, at them, they're just kind of, they're everywhere. They're, right? Well, I don't think there's many as you'd think there would be. No. Well, when I've looked at them, I did look. I did look up a map, and I thought there was like just wow, a lot of them. But well, but again, this is who who's making the map? Like, what do you? Right. You can connect two points. Know. Yeah. For you know to anything. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they said like you know over in Europe and and that area of the world it's much older than the u.s so but in the in the u.s like in america these ley lines are a part of points of um native american spiritual sites you know and sacred sites that they knew there was a lot of energy you know and so then they based that upon that which yeah, I don't know. And why do they call them ley lines? What does that mean exactly? I don't know. Sherry's asking, could ley lines correlate to tectonic plates or geology? You know, I looked at the map of those ley lines, and they are because the other the other part of the equation I wanted to talk about tonight was um, um, continental divides, because a lot of strange stuff happens in those areas as well. But it didn't look to me like any of those ley lines on those maps matched up to any of the continental divides but you know it's just me i'm not an expert on it or a mapologist or 
you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I think that ley lines are, you know, someone came up with, hey, what about, and started playing connect the dots. Mm-hmm. And saying, hey, there's some energy here. And there could be, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe the energy is created because these points of interest are mm-hmm. in a line. Maybe the mm-hmm. ley line came after we created the, you know, pyramids, Stonehenge, whatever, you know, whatever's lining up. Maybe the the energy line was formed after these, you know, and not maybe not knowing that they were in a line or maybe the people that built them somehow knew they were in a line or they were put in a line because aliens told them where to put them and that would be putting them in a line. Like, I don't know. But mm-hmm. this is yeah, like a chicken and the egg thing. What was first, the ley lines or the historic, you know, s- sites? <laughs> well, and somewhere else I also read that, you know, because they connect sacred places or energetic places like for example um stonehenge and the hypothesis said that the number of places which ley lines connect increases the strength of their energy also grows which i guess that makes sense you know mm-hmm. and it also did say that some ley lines are very low in energy and some are very high and they say where ley lines cross that there's a lot of paranormal activity, like a lot of spirit activity, a lot of ghost activity. Um, for example, fictitiously in Ghost Busters, you know, in the in the last one with the girls, they said there was ley lines intersected under that hotel or whatever, you know, where they had all the big, the finale happened, you mm-hmm. know, where it all mm-hmm. went down in New York City. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's quite interesting actually you know Um, yeah I don't know I think I just I think there's a lot of I think it's an interesting concept and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of work that would need to be done to determine like what is this is this a thing yeah and I don't know how we would quantify it you know how do you figure it out Clearly, someone smarter than me would do it because I have no idea. So, but I know, like I said, I've seen energy lines from really just average, regular. It's not, it doesn't do, from what I can tell, it doesn't really do anything. They're not for anything. It's just there. Mm -hmm. And they're all over the place. Those energy lines are all over the place. And then there's energy lines that have some you know, there's some purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the energy for whatever reason, you know, transportation or whatever for the spirit world. Right. And then there's energy lines that, you know, I don't know if it's like make things happen. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe the energy lines were there first and people felt compelled to build monuments in those areas. You know, they could have thought it was a vortex, but maybe the vortex was really part of an energy line. Mm-hmm. So what I'm wondering though, Heidi, is so you're talking about these energy lines that we've seen. If, if I, do they connect to some portals or some vortexes or something that we don't know about? You know, is that where they're getting their energy or are they just like 
energy lines that appear just because, you know, I don't, it's quite, it's quite fascinating, honestly, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, I don't know that I'm a subscriber to it. I mean, cause they talk about it all the time. This is why I wanted to have it on the show because people are always talking ley lines and paranormal activity and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. You know, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, when I've seen like the small ones that I don't really know what they're for, Mm-hmm. spirit wise because I don't see spirits using them or working with them not that I see everything I know I don't so yeah um, but those change in size I've seen them change in size uh, because you, you know once in a while I can see you know I can see them and once in a while I can see them really well and so um, I've seen them change in size so I think like that's vibration yeah, like why is it changing yeah. in size? What is yeah. changing in on our planet or in the universe or in the this dimension or whatever dimension it's in that you know is changing the size of this energy line? Um, but you know what's interesting is some of the energy lines that I've seen where spirits or beings, I should just say beings because it's not just spirits, mm-hmm. use them for travel. Mm-hmm. They it, it's like a a train, right? And the train stops you know, that are around are portals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these energy lines run from portal to portal mm-hmm. and they can get on and off mm-hmm. in these portals mm-hmm. that run between these energy lines or that stop in between these energy lines. And that's where I've seen too a lot of paranormal activity. You have mm-hmm. a portal, but then you think, well, where is it coming? You know, they right. just come from where? Well, sometimes there's energy lines. I'm not saying every portal has an energy line running to it, mm-hmm. but I've seen energy lines running to portals and then they mm-hmm. can use that as kind of a, a train stop, you know, and then they can mm-hmm. transfer to a different, I don't know what, because I don't know how yeah. it totally works. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. I. Well, like I said, we always have more questions than answers about anything. <laughs> But you know what? We have already blown through the first 30 minutes of the show, so we need to go to commercial break. This is The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sunrising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stir in the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live 
And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about ley lines tonight. And I think, Steph, you and I are both in the same boat that we have no idea (laughs) if they're Mm -hmm. legit or not. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, when you look it up, when you Google it, you know, you can go down so many rabbit holes when you're looking into this stuff, too. It's hard to stay focused on ley lines because then they talk about all kinds of other things as well. But, um yeah, I don't know. We have a few comments in the chat room, you know, like um, Kat is saying the energy lines having been there first and people building on them is the only way it makes sense to her and that mm-hmm. there would be energy lines between them. And then we talked about why does um, these energy energy lines change in size? And she said, our veins change in diameter occasionally, you know, like if the blood is we're worked up about something and that is true you know so i mean that could definitely be i don't know mm-hmm. more questions yeah. than answered yep exactly yeah i don't know i mean there there are obviously reasons that we will never probably understand as to why these things mm-hmm. shift or change or you know what the different uses are because i do know again energy lines are a thing for sure, yep. 100%. I've yep. seen them, I've stood in them, yep. I've I've worked with them to, for my work, I've used them and worked with yep. them, and they're helpful. They can be. Mm-hmm. So um, I've also asked if I could jump into one and ride energetically, and I got the big N-O no. from my <laughs> no. spirit guide. He said, do yep. not do that or you will get lost, you'll never come back, and your body will be a vegetable, and yes. you that will not be good. For mm-hmm. this lifetime, it won't be good. So I did not do that. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's interesting to think about the possibilities. I guess that's why we're so fascinated with it. We don't yeah. know exactly the dealio with it, but there's something, right? Exactly. And I do, you know, if there are real, real ley lines that are true ley lines, I kind of like the idea that... the and, You know me, I'm a skeptic on UFOs, but I kind of like that whole idea that, you know, they were built by aliens. I mean, how, here here we go again, but I mean, how do you explain the Earth's, some of the things that are on planet Earth, like the planes of Nazca and all those drawings? I need to stop you. Because you, on many, are you are you changing I, your your thought process? No. Because you are well, you have been anti aliens for a long time. I so I'm curious as where you're going with this. Well, I just you know I've always wondered about these different things on Earth. You know, like like the plains of Nazca, for example, and you know they obviously look like landing strips. I mean, it's interesting. And how could have ancient peoples have drawn these figures way back when when they couldn't see down? And the fact that you know, some people, you know, they, they term North America's Turtle Island, which is something that the Native Americans have always called Turtle Island, is where we live, you know, because it looks like a turtle. 
Um, I don't know. And the Great Pyramids, how could the how could they have done that to such precision? You know, and and even stone. Well, there's always. I mean, there's math. Quite amazing. You know, I mean, we've had math for a long time. I so know, but thousands that. of years, thousands with, of years. Yeah, I mean, how do you make math. those drawings? Yes. You know, math. I, I don't <laughs> math. <laughs> no, I agree, yeah. though. I mean, I'm still saying math is a thing, right? We've yes. had math for yes. a long time so they can figure this stuff out. But yep. why would they do it? Why would they draw something huge on the earth that can only really be seen from this from the sky? Right. Because right. of the gods or whatever that they mm-hmm. say, but could that be aliens? Yes, of course, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how? I mean, yeah, some of the not necessarily the precision or the, uh, but you know, the how did they do it? The yeah. what kind of technology did they have? I mean, I don't know, you know. And again, you know, there could be other explanations when you know you think of giants and things like that. Other beings mm-hmm. that were here on this mm-hmm. planet that aren't here anymore but i don't know yeah. oh there was a there was a question i wanted to catch it before it got too yeah. buried in the chat room cat said are there energy lines in the ground in the sky or both and i've seen all and oh and water she says too in the next mm-hmm. comment uh she so i've seen all that they're the one i mean i work with the ones that are on the ground when i can and I assume that they go, they don't just stop at, you know, earth, you know, mm-hmm. at that level between earth and above ground, that they go deeper, right, into the yeah. ground. But yeah. then, yeah, they go higher. They're not just running along the top of the ground and that's it. You know, they they could yeah. expand up for who knows, I don't know, and down, who knows. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they go wherever they need to go for however big, you know, however big or smaller are supposed to be, they... Don't just sit on top of the earth no, from what I've and seen. I would, and don't you think that maybe the ones that want to run underneath the water might even be more powerful because water is energy, you know? They could energy. be. I can say I haven't worked with any in the water. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of getting mm-hmm. submerged in the water because there's things mm-hmm. down there that are way faster than me. Yeah. Just saying. Just yeah. saying. No Maybe. interest. <laughs> I no agree. Interest. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, BS to that, Stephanie. You and your mermaid story. I'm not, I said I'm not going in the water. You're like, I'll go in. And then a mermaid I can would. pull you down into the depths. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You I will would. go in the water. I will go in the water. I know. You know, so. I, you know, I will find a mermaid. I will find a mermaid. <laughs> Do you remember do you remember that time? I reminded the Toki Bunch this, but do you remember when we had Howard Garrett on? And the final question that I asked him was, Well, Howard, what do you think about mermaids? <laughs> and the look on his face was priceless. It was like, Well, yeah, sure, Steph. <laughs> we just caught him so off guard. It was fun, you know, because they're out on the water all the time, right? So I just wondered if he'd ever seen one, you know. But there are mermaids. And, you know, we have had a guest, Alan from Canada, talked about mermaids right up right up north and like in um, that big lake up there by Fort Francis and International Falls, Bainey Lake. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. There was a mermaid up there. And, I mean, there really is a way that a mermaid could go through the chain of Great Lakes out to the ocean or back and forth and whatever, you know? So 
I would. I would go for. I would go out there in a boat and see what I could find. No, not me. So yeah, I have not worked in an energy line in the water for that mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And but yes, I have worked with them or had to figure out how to keep them from being disruptive in this plane here. That yeah. happens a lot where you have to yeah. figure out a way to divert divert them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm still getting my mouth back here. You have to find a way to divert the energy so that it doesn't continue to be disruptive because they can be very disruptive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we don't understand why they would be disruptive because we don't actually know what's happening. Or a lot right. of people wouldn't, you know, because how would you know it's an energy line, right? Yeah. That's yeah. being disruptive or causing problems in your house or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's um, energy lines are interesting for sure. There's just, oh, yeah. how do you, how do you study something like that? It's just, I, yeah. I don't know. But, and I can see where there's probably a lot of paranormal activity around energy lines because they suck the energy right out, right? So to manifest and do all this other stuff that we find spirits doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a fascinating topic actually. And mm-hmm. wow, someday maybe we can find somebody on who can speak more to this and why they think that there are, are such things like ley lines and why they're crisscrossing the globe and this, that, and the other thing. Because like you said, you can draw a line from just about any two places and say that it's, you know, like mm-hmm. even when we were talking about the Mothman and then we discovered the triangle, right? And I can't remember what you called it, the Mothman triangle or the Illinois triangle. It's the, Ill- it's the Illinois triangle. I named it. That's right. Yeah, that was a few episodes ago. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I found it and named it and there it is. Yep. So, so you can I'm, draw lines just about anything, you know? Yep. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it's quite it's quite fascinating. Honestly, it really is, you know. So but but I know someone said asked about the ley lines and Laurentian, you know, like the divides. Sorry, the Laurentian divide is one in Minnesota. And I couldn't find anything in my research about paranormal activity around Laurentian or continental divides. But how could there not be? Think of all the energy and, you know, continental divides are so odd and it's it's. It's where the continent divides, and so water goes, you know, if it's a north-south one, you know, the water will go east one way and and west the other way. And, like, here in Minnesota, we have a triple divide um, right up by Virginia, Minnesota, actually, and it's called the um, northern, it's the Laurentian divide that hits the St. Lawrence Seaway divide, and there's a a corner there that they call the triple divide. the hill of, so the Native American, the Ojibwa, called it the hill of three waters, which is the triple divide. And it was a very sacred place for them. And they did a lot of their ceremonial things there. And they felt like it was very powerful. And well, and there's know, a lot of Sasquatch you, sightings up there, too. That's so exactly that right. That's doesn't that's surprise me. Say. There's so many Sasquatch sightings up there. I know the Squatchers, one of the things we're going to do, we're going up in June up to that area. One of the things that we're going to hit is that Laurentian divide and see what we can find because we hear about it all the time. Well, we've had guests on the show, Sasquatch researchers that have talked about that Laurentian divide up there, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just, I can't help but think on these divides where it's so odd that the water goes different ways, energy is split too, and who knows what happens, you know? Mm -hmm. Wild. I know, I know. 
it's just an unsettling thing, right? You know, it's the whole thing. So yeah, just like I, ley lines and energy lines and all that. That's stuff. what's so cool about this place is that there's still so many mysteries that we can unfold, right? Mm-hmm. And we come here to be human in this place, and there's just so much cool stuff here, you know. Yeah. And just being human and getting through your life is a challenge sometimes but then there's all these other cool things to like try and figure out and learn while you're human and then yeah maybe someday you get to know all the answers and I don't think that's exactly true but you know um yeah it's just it's cool you know we this is a cool yeah. place We've got some cool stuff oh, happening here it is all oh, for sure it's just the mysteries are everywhere you know? we just have to qu- quit wrecking it and then we can keep I, yeah. studying it and that's yeah better. exactly but, you know, just really cool, but really cool stuff, I think, you know, and um, all this mystery. Okay, so Jerry posted an article on our chat room talking about a woman claims she's a mermaid who was found by police. So I haven't Is read that. Is that our guest that we had? I don't know. No, because there's a oh, picture. Oh, someone okay. different. I haven't looked at it. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a picture of her and I don't know what happened. Fresno, California. No, she was down in Arizona. In yeah. Crap. Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. She has two webbed toes on each foot and had wet hair when she was found. When she was found where? Oh, by the police. By the police, I guess. Yeah. The cops oh, have well. identified as Joanna was walking in the middle of the street. She could only provide her name and didn't know anything else. But she says she's a mermaid. No. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. But cool. webbed feet, that's kind of interesting. But I digress. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, sidetrack there. Oh, speaking of sidetrack, so I have to pick up where we uh, started the show when I was mm-hmm. talking about having my, my surgery, right? And yeah. seeing if it lined up with the Mercury retrograde. So during the break, I looked up mm-hmm. the dates of my past surgery. So I have three surgeries that I've had in my mouth. And then the Mercury retrogrades. The first one... June 17th of 2020, Mercury retrograde started on the 18th of June, so the next day. Oh. Which, it, it was okay, but it wasn't, you know, so I, I mean, sure, it's in the ramp up period, but it wasn't in retrograde. Mm-hmm. The second surgery was February 3rd, 2020. Mercury retrograde ended on the 3rd, February 3rd. Oh. So I think this is interesting because the first one, I had the surgery the day before it started. The second one, I had it the day it ended. Right? But this third one was smack in the middle. So I had April 26th was my surgery. And the Mercury retrograde started on the 21st. So I was fully in the retrograde during the third surgery. But also, I think it's weird that I was bumped up to two others, which, what are the odds, right? I mean, there's three to four a year, which, you know, cover a good amount of time. Three weeks each one, but... Still, I've got nine yeah. weeks out of 52, and I hit two of them Yeah, right up against it. But this third one went right in the middle of it. And I no and kidding, because with the surgery and then the recovery time, it took up most of the retrograde. Mm-hmm. I think so that's that was- interesting. I think there's something to it. Do oh, not have know. oral surgery during a retrograde, most people. There's Maybe a PSA, public service announcement for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Do not. Maybe- 
Maybe try to avoid surgery altogether if it's during Well, clearly you can't avoid surgery if you need surgery. You have to have your well, surgery. that's true. But if you can plan a surgery like this, folks, right. yes. <laughs> stay Not away from mercury retrograde with oral surgery. If you can plan it, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yep. Don't it do it. Thing. It could be a thing. It's like you're not supposed oh, this to, is like, you know. This is like another discovery. I discovered the the that Mothman Illinois Triangle. I'm on a mm-hmm. roll here, mm-hmm. frankly. Now I've got another discovery. This is going to become some kind of like a hot news show. I know. We're going to have the hot new tip. <laughs> <laughs> Come here and yeah. hear it first. I mean, that is- that is pretty interesting. But yeah, so another thing to add to the list of things not to do during Mercury retrograde, you know, because they always say, you know, don't sign for loans, don't make any big financial decisions, don't make any personal big decisions, all that kind of stuff. And well, don't it's, have to it's around these communications and, and things can yep. get kind of tied and up, that's right? True. And so, yep. Yep. No Absolutely. oral surgery, folks. You heard it no. here. First. Don't do it. And don't maybe you heard it. it somewhere else and maybe I'm late to the game. I don't know. But no, I've never heard me, it. So Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I love it. We figure out something new all the time. Um, so okay, so Jerry is in our chat room and just want to do a plug for the calling radio show tomorrow night at eight PM Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para X Radio Network. And I do think they're gonna might be running a rerun. Jerry, you can confirm. Um, Valentina, who has been on our show, is actually going to be his co-host a majority of the time, Heidi. So that's oh, kind of cool. fun. Okay. Awesome. And I think, I know. So I think they're trying to get things together, you know? Um, Got it. Yeah. That's what he told me. So I'm not sure which one they'll run, but I'm sure it'll be a good one. <laughs> so don't forget to listen to them tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So, okay, well, we have a few minutes left. Um, yeah, I think we've said about all we need to say on my lines and stuff. And, you know, as more information comes in, we can revisit, like, during paranormal smorgasbords and all that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's it's a it's an interesting subject, for sure. You know? I think so. Yeah, and I, I like it just because... I mean, energy lines, not necessarily ley lines, but energy lines in general, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I interact with them and work with them quite yep. often. So, yep. and I, I use them when I can to the benefit of whatever needs to be done. So, yeah, it's, they're cool and um, definitely mysterious, though. I mean, there's so much mystery around them because we just, there are. it's hard to know how to measure it or document it or, yep. you know, track them and, yeah. and prove yeah. them. So, yeah. And I think it's interesting because, you know, as squatchers in the woods, we found so many, um, I wouldn't say energy lines, but so many portals and things like that. You know, I think I'm going to get out a map and kind of mark down where we found these and just see what kind of a grid it makes. You know, I think that might be kind of interesting. You can do connect the dots. (laughs) Yeah, connect the dots. Yeah. What would be interesting is to see if those places that you have the squatch sightings line mm-hmm. up with existing ley line maps, mm-hmm. you know, that would be, not that they're 100% accurate. I mean, I have no idea. So, but it would be interesting anyway to see if they line up with anything. Yep. yep. That's already and, you know, up, out there. Up, yeah. And what's interesting is up north, you know, I've said this before, but when we talk to eyewitnesses, um, 
they almost always, not only do they talk about Sasquatch, but then they talk about a lot of other things like UFO sightings, which has nothing to do with ley lines, really, unless unless they are made by aliens, I guess, you know. But it's just interesting. You know, it's, it's, inter- it's cool to be up there because they all have just such interesting sightings, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, I think if you're willing to talk about Bigfoot, you're probably willing to talk about just about anything. You know, you know, or believe a, lot of these... believe a lot of it. So, which is cool because well, I think it's yeah. good to be open-minded. So, I think Absolutely. you know if you're willing to go in on the Bigfoot thing, that you're willing to look at anything's possible. Yes, yes, and they're and they love it that they can talk to us because they know we're not going to look at them like, "Are you crazy? What's going on?" You know what I mean? They feel comfortable with us, and um, most of them live in remote areas, right? So they don't live in a town. They don't. They live like out in, out in the boonies somewhere in a, in a house that's quite remote, you know? Well, and that's why places. you guys are safe to talk to because yes, you're outsiders, exactly. right? Yep. But you're outsiders yep. that believe what they're, you're coming in saying, hey, we already believe this. Talk to yeah. us if you want to. It's not that yep. they're trying to feel you out and see how you think no. about this before they yep. spill the beans. So. Yep. And I, you know, and they know that, you know, because we talk about it during our squash chats, you know, that we're all paranormal investigators as well. And, you know, we're into a lot of different things, you know, so then they feel really comfortable. And not only do we hear about Sasquatch, but we hear about, you know, ghosts and spirits and UFOs. And, and some, some people say, oh, I'm so glad I came. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. You know, it's really fun. It's really fun. But yeah, so we will, we are going out in the woods tomorrow night. So I, um, not to our research area, I don't think, Heidi, we haven't been there for a while, but we need to get there. But oh, to this okay. other, um, another area that Katie and I have found a whole trackway of Bigfoot prints last fall. I think I talked about it on, on the show once. Um, so we're going to go there because Josie's uh, here in the cities now during the week. So we're going to try to go after work. It's hard to do this, but we're going to try you know, because she's here. <laughs> right. So we're going to go for a couple hours and see what we can find. So I'm excited about that. And then Sam, we have a big uh, paranormal investigation on Saturday night, which will be super fun. So staying overnight cool. and hopefully we'll get lots of cool stuff happening. So big, big kind of paranormal uh, cryptid week this week for me. Cool. So yeah, it'll be fun. What do you got going on this weekend? Anything I am exciting? teaching, yeah, I'm teaching, well, I'm teaching a Stones and Crystals class tomorrow night Ooh, uh, in Anoka, fun. and then I'm back in Anoka on Saturday to teach Reiki 2, and mm. uh, so that's, yeah, so that's good, and um, yeah, back back at it, hopefully re- back to my regular full-time hours here coming up. Yeah, well, you're over the hurdle. I think you'll be fine now. You know? Yeah, I've still got a few weeks of, of recovery still. I still have to be careful. But yeah, mm-hmm. much better than I was yeah. last week. So Thank goodness. Oh, yeah, I'm so glad. But yeah, so yeah, I I am. Do you have anything pressing? <laughs> pressing? No, I don't. Pressing that you want to talk about? <laughs> I have nothing pressing. We usually don't have a couple of spare minutes, you know what I mean? No, so we don't. It's kind of like, oh. No, I am going to, I do want to see if I can, what I'm going to do, I'm still thinking about this whole Mercury retrograde thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to ask 
people that work there, if there's anybody that's interested in doing a little digging, if I just give them the dates of the last two years of Mercury retrogrades, like this year and, and last year, and mm-hmm. what's coming up for this year, and see if they have you know five extra minutes to look at cases that went sideways and see if yeah. they fall into Mercury retrograde dates. I'm going to do that when I go in for my appointment on uh, Thursday because I have my follow-up. I'm going to do that and just see if if we can we can look at something because I don't know it just seems there's I don't believe in coincidence right so right. I'm still I'm still hung up on this so I you know sidetrack the show a little bit with this but I'm going to ask if anybody there is is willing to look and they don't have to tell me anything about it I just want them to look no. through their own I don't even know if they can but mm-hmm. you know if they have any cases or if they that, remember know, yeah you know? and just like, look what about this last. This last time, what happened to you? I mean, they have yeah, maybe a there's lot a lot of, of people. Maybe they just had yeah. people calling in like crazy, and you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm having problems. And yeah, yeah. so just they can look. They don't have to tell me anything private. They can't. I know this, but it would be interesting to see if they could at least say, oh my gosh, we we found a pattern. You know, yeah. If they don't, then that's just fine. Then it's just whatever. But uh, yeah, I yeah. think it's I like interesting. It. That's, that's yeah. very cool. That is I'm gonna awesome. ask them. I go in. <laughs> Another cool thing we we figured out here, maybe. Totally. I think we did. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm hearing the music, so maybe it's time for us to say adios for the week. Yep. Absolutely. Wrapping up another awesome, fun time. Absolutely. So, hey, thanks to everyone who came in the chat room. That was fun. And thanks to everyone who is listening this evening and took time out of your day. And, of course, if there are troops listening, thank you for your service. Yes, everybody, thank you for joining us this week. We're so happy to have you with us. Uh, Para-X Radio Network, thank you for hosting us once again. We love being here. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet, pulling it together every week. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. Right.